0: Meeting Tom Cruise is a production of the Dan Patrick Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. We reset, he yells
1: action, and Tom Cruise, all of a sudden, is going 85 down the street. In the (laughs) rehearsal, he's going 25. And I'm starting to, you know, get a little nervous. And he comes around the corner and he's not slowing down. I hear the Brakes start to squeal. I see a little bit of smoke from the back tires. I'm supposed to be cool and calm and superior. And I'm standing there waiting for Tom Cruise to hit me with the car. And I'm thinking, this is how my career ends. That's
2: it. Tom Cruise is the greatest movie star of all time. He's the first actor to have six consecutive $100 million grossing films. He's shrouded in mystery, and yet to many is one of the nicest and hardest working people. We love Tom Cruise. We are inspired by Tom Cruise. While we work in Hollywood, we've never actually met Tom Cruise. So we're going to talk to some people who have. We'll hear some great stories, and maybe, just maybe, one of them one day will lead us to the man himself so that we can have stories of our own. Our own stories of meeting Tom Cruise. Oh, welcome back. Files, to the meeting Tom Cruise podcast. Guys, I got this feeling. Follow me on this, that today, today's going to be the best podcast that we've ever done. Am I right? Today we're finally gonna get it right. I mean, do you feel that, Alec? Do you feel like this is gonna be the best one we've ever done? Or is this gonna be the worst one we've ever done? Ooh. I can't tell. Yeah, and that's it's gonna what makes one or the other. Yeah, that's what makes this moment so exciting. Very exciting. All right, well, nonetheless, here with me on this journey as always is my little but fierce co host. He puts the Sam and Samurai. <laughs> he's the Ethan to my hunt, and of course, he's the goose to my map. Joel. Joel, are we the greatest duo of all time? I mean, who's yeah. better than us? Tango and Cash. Only Tango and Cash. Besides that, we're the best of all time. Uh, not to be forgotten is the other guy here with us. Uh, this fella here, he puts the 19 in COVID. He's the type of person that would say Days of Thunder 2 is a bad idea. He's our producer, Mr. Alec Leff. Hey, Alec, you feel like destroying something beautiful today? Oh, can I? All right, guys, so Listen. I was thinking about Tom Cruise this week. Joel, are you ready for this? <laughs> this week. This week. This week. This week. Are. I was just thinking about it. Just, just off the top of my okay. head. Uh, and our buddy Joey Christopoulos who hosts the podcast Believe in Betting, he pointed this out to me and it blew my mind. Joel, do you know how many films Cruise has died in and then come back to life? Cuz it's yeah, it's kind of crazy crackers. All right. One. It it's eight, I think 8 films. 8 movies. You're it, wrong you know i'm, I'm, right. I'm I, all right his his heart has Eight? stopped his heart has stopped he is dead Th- this is what he did yeah Ooh. we know what dying is stop it Ooh. stop it dead and the then definition of come got it back yep. to life he is yes. living again stop. okay all
3: right yes i, I got one uh, uh um what's the what's the, the slow irish one
2: far and away <laughs> far, far, far and away. away correct at the end of far and away right he dies on the rock And then he comes back to life. That's good. Uh, Interview of the Vampire. Interview of the Vampire. He has been... Live, die, repeat. Live, live, die, repeat. Very good. That's probably one of the main ones. Yep. Anything else you can think of?
3: In any of the missions?
2: Yep. Two of the missions. In two of the missions, he has died and come back to life. MI-3 and MI-5. In MI-3, she actually stops his heart with the defibrillator and then brings him back to life. And in MI-5, he drowns. He is dead. And she brings him back. Or no, he brings... No, she. Yeah, that's right. Rebecca Ferguson. I'll give you the rest. Wait, wait. The the, the drug-running one. Uh, No, he just dies in that one. (laughs) (laughs) In American-made, he is just murdered at the end of the movie. All right, so here they are. So, yes, Far and Away, The Rock at the end. Interview, he's a vampire, obviously. Vanilla Sky. In Vanilla Sky, it turns out that he kills himself that's the whole story that you learn and then he brings they the, the did end we of
3: mention the, that this podcast is filled with spoilers
2: oh so sorry yeah uh there yeah is, sorry yeah. about there that is, everybody right. uh mi3 mi5 uh edge of tomorrow live die repeat right oblivion yep. he is yep. brought into the ship into the tech yep. they obviously kill him and then they resurrect him 500 times yes. and then the last which is the one that we for some reason took me the longest to figure out but the mummy he dies in a blazing plane <laughs> oh, crash. Right, and then the right. mu- because he's on the plane with the mummy, she brings right. him back to life. That's right. nuts if you really think about it. Eight movies of which he dies and comes back to life. Just to kind of round this all out, other movies he has died and stayed dead. Taps, Collateral, Valkyrie, <laughs> and American Maid. And then there's Legend, where watching it, you'll just wish you were dead. And now it's time for a... Cruise Quickie. All right, so every now and then we're going to bring you a story from someone who's met Tom Cruise, and and we're not actually going to interview them because, well, they're not really famous and we don't really care. No, God no. Uh, Actually, no, that's not true. These are our friends, and uh, we're not going to interview them because we're insanely jealous that they actually got to meet Tom Cruise. So here you go. Today, we're going to hear from Stephen Botso. You got to check out his not-so-short, short short film, He Does Not Want Peace, on Amazon Prime, starring David Strathairn and Lindsay Duncan.
4: So, uh, this this took place in about 2009, I believe, and I was working for Michael Mann, you know, the the great filmmaker, and we were mixing a movie over at Warner Brothers, and... You know, if you're not in the film business, everyone thinks, you know, movie stars are walking all around when you're on a big lot. But it's really not the case. It's mostly grips and electric guys and a bunch of suits. And and so we're mixing in a stage, mixing a movie. And all of a sudden, the buzz starts going around that Tom Cruise is coming to the stage. And I don't know how that happens, but there there must be a Tom Cruise buzz or the words start getting around. So my boss had previously made a film with him, a great film called Collateral. And he said, hey, uh, Stephen, uh, if you see Tom, I want to talk to him. And I go, yeah, oh, okay, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to see him, but, you know, all right, sure, whatever. And so uh, later on, hours later, I've I moved on and forgotten. I'm busy working like a dog, and I'm using the restroom. And um, at that point in my life, for whatever reason, I was in this place of I got fed up with everyone throwing their t- their tissues all over the floor. And, you know, I was, like, worried about the climate. So I'm like, I'm not going to use any more paper towels. Uh, you know, I'm just going to wash my hands, and I'll either use my shirts. Or I'll just ring him out, you know, like a dog or something like that. And so I, I go to the restroom, I wash my hands, and I get I come out I come outside into the hallway and it's an empty hallway, a very quiet stage. You really don't run into anyone ever, except Tom Cruise is walking down the hallway right towards me. And he's unmistakable, right? You know, and and, and uh there's no one around. And I go up to him and say, Hi, Mr. Cruz, uh my name's Stephen Botso. I'm Michael Mann's director's assistant. Um, I know he's inside, he'd love to say hi to you. And, and, and Tom doesn't seem to care about that part. He just cares about me. And he comes right for me and he says, Steven, nice to meet you. And he reaches his hand out. And I, at that moment, I realized oh my, I'm so embarrassed. My hands are stopping wet. And uh, I say, oh, I'm really sorry. My, I tell him my hands are stopping wet. And I show him and he says, I don't care, man. And he grabs my hand and he shakes it and he gives it a bunch of pumps. And he gives me this very intense eye contact. And he says, so great to meet you, Steven. And then he walks away and then, I'd never seen him since, and uh, it was one of the most interesting and unique experiences in my life, and I, I appreciate the guy that he, he, was, he chose to be, like, friendly and make a connection, and he didn't have to. You know, it was really great. Our guest this
2: week is David Allen Bache, but first, Alec, hit us with the question of the week.
3: Question of the week is, what is your favorite Tom Cruise stunt?
2: Ooh. Ooh. Okay. What, when okay. Joe. when did it even start? Like, it had to have been the, the uh, MI3, maybe? It was like, the MIs, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. I
0: think, I, I think it was the John Woo. I think the John Woo is when oh, it started.
2: Sure. MI2. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where you started hearing about, like, crazy motorcycles. The and... motorcycle. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. Because yeah. it's not like he was, there was no Tom Cruise stunts in the 90s, besides <laughs> the famed Mission Impossible, where he goes through Langley hanging down, you know, on the wire. Yeah, but
0: there was nothing like, there's no like death defying stunt that he actually did in that,
2: where, you know, it's like, oh, he jumped off
0: the tallest building in the world.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, I, so you're right. So it's probably MI2 where we started hearing about the stunts. Yeah. Then he does, what was
0: it? It was like 98, 99? No, no, 2000.
2: 2000 okay, is 2000, I, 2000. yeah it was like right it was his film <laughs> no way I, off
0: way off. it was a year later sorry <laughs>
2: sorry no remember he does he does he ends the decades with crazy like with dark movies so he did that's yep. where he did uh magnolia eyes right shut, eyes wide sh- wide shut
0: in magnolia in the same one year span or exactly whatever. And,
2: and uh and then he goes into mi2 and then he goes john woo Hey Jeff, I side. have a question. What's your favorite Tom Cruise stunt? Answer the question. Oh God, why? Why do you look at look how happy Joel and I are right now? And
3: that's why I'm putting an end to this.
0: Do you know what this show is, Alec? This is not Joel and Jeff staying focused.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we are we are derailers. A right, but we're still talking about Tom Cruise, the love of our lives. Okay, okay, that's right. So I would say, okay, okay. Well then, because Alec asked that, ugh, you okay, ruined first. You go first. You go All right, first to me the thi- i i don't know if you guys know this about me i'm i'm afraid of heights i'm straight up afraid I am of too. heights
3: are you really i my friend told me something very smart she said i'm not afraid of falling i'm afraid of jumping oh what don't you see yourself when you're at the edge oh, of a I cliff, do you imagine yourself tripping or do you imagine yourself leaping? That's a very interesting question. Thank you. It, oh, wait, how did I get derailed? God,
0: you too. Can yeah, I, can I she... just answer that for Jeff? I, it's absolutely tripping for Jeff. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah Jeff it Jeff. is tripping.
2: Uh, I was trips over the edge of the cliff. He it might know.
3: be his wife pushing him off.
2: <laughs> when I was in Ireland a couple years ago, I went to the Cliffs of Moher. Is that what they're called? I don't know. They are know. hands down. The most terrifying thing in the world. There's no rails. Thousands of because they are beautiful beyond belief. But there's a great I saw what I think I was at the Grand Canyon or something. And the sign
3: was straight up. If you stand here, you will die. The, the
2: <laughs> bus driver. Exactly. The bus driver. And how many
0: idiots are lined up to take a
2: picture? Of? <laughs> right at that pic? The bus driver leading us to the Cliffs of more the entire time for the last for 15 straight minutes just warned us of death. So he had me peeked out. I Wait, was read the accent. Oh, yeah, my, my Irish. My Irish. The whole time, boys, if you get near the ledge, you're gonna fall off and die. You're gonna fucking die. And, you know, I've seen that kids slip before. They come over here, they get a little drunk, they want a picture, and they fucking die.
0: So while you're at it, little Mikey, here's a little pistol. Just put it to your temple and get it over with right now. You're gonna fuck
2: off. <laughs> you think you're just having fun, you're nineteen, you've come over to Ireland and guess what? You're fucking dead
0: <laughs> And he gets real dark, it's like and then one day your wife wakes up and she's screwing your best friend and you go and you <laughs> fucking shoot him, you do twenty years in the prison upstate and you come back and you're driving a fucking bus. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I have a question. I have a question. What's your favorite Tom Cruise
2: stunt? Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So, this is all to say that for me, when he did the Burj Khalif stunt, I can't even. Wait, wait.
3: Slow down. What is that? Where is that?
2: Oh, sorry. Okay. So, in MI4, MI4. he has to go from one, the only way he can get from one floor. To like 10, 15 floors higher, I think is that is to climb on the outside of the Burj Khalif where he has little sticky hands. Just for me. Oh, sorry. And and I, in, I'm what, sorry. What's the
3: word you're saying? The Burj Bur- Khalif, I believe it, okay. it is or was at the time the
0: tallest building in the world.
2: I, Thank you. I think it still is. Yeah, it's in Dubai. Okay. Which I'm not even sure where. Dubai, don't du- worry about it. United Emirates. It's all right. <laughs> no, but don't I don't know, know. I don't know where that is.
0: It's in Ireland, Jeff. It's in. Ireland. <laughs> oh, it's in Ireland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's right near those place.
2: Yeah. Um, so the idea that he did that for real. It, 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 there's, a fa- there's also a famous picture out there of him sitting on the top needle uh, of the ju- top... I know. Just you saying it. So the Burj Khalif one is got so to be... So what does he do? He, he has to... He has to go out with these just magnetic hands, obviously, the, Tom Cruise. The listeners I,
3: cannot see what you're doing.
2: Oh, I'm doing the little hand thing. I'm doing this a little is, floppy. This is an audio format, Jeff. <laughs> oh, I see. But I can see myself and the vanity in me on nope, the Zoom call. No, nope. nope, okay, nope. Yeah, so he has to... Uh, use those magnetic gloves to climb up the glass and of course there's no ledge or anything it's just straight glass and and he did it for real and now he's got some wires on him though of course but you don't see the wires in the movie still yeah and then remember they do the whole bit where he has the gloves start to not work so he falls multiple floors Uh, which they had to do yeah and he did it all he did as far as i know he did it all and so so let's
3: talk about why? Now I am I am a, a huge fan of Buster Keaton and Buster Keaton kind of set set the stage for this a hundred years ago doing yes, the most incredible yes, stunts. Did. And one thing that he would say is stunt men aren't funny. Oh because that's for his bits, they were never just falls. It was, it was a little bit of the action adventure stuff, but more than Harold Lloyd even it was the comedy in the falling, the comedy in the stunts. And he said, stunt men aren't funny. And you got a joy, you got a thrill. Out of the fact that, no, 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 he's really doing it. And that's that's kind of the same thing here. But what does Tom Cruise say about when people say, why are you doing that? Why can't you just use
0: the green screen? I will follow that up with what Simon Pegg said at, a, at an interview once in, in a red carpet for one of the MIs. And he said he adds an authenticity. That's why you go. Because anybody can green screen anything now. We go to see the authentic, the story behind the story. And when you go to see a Tom Cruise show, you know you are getting the authentic.
2: And he has been able to, I don't know if it's it's his team that has also done a wonderful job of finding this niche of ever, you know, because the, these last three MI films have coincided with the whole Avengers run of the last decade. And so I wonder if they were like, hey, the way we'll differentiate ourselves is to actually show you. Even before the movie, the crazy stunts that he's doing for real. I mean, this new, before the pandemic, this new uh, uh, Top Gun movie, they had a whole other preview that was just showing you the awesome stunts he did for real. Like they show this shot of the plane flying over all the director and all the crew's head and you see their hair. like You see everybody's body literally physically get blown back. So that's, and MI6 was the biggest of all. How many
0: people went to see MI6 just for that one shot of him
2: breaking his leg? Oh, that's true. Right. His Oh, right. When his ankle shut it down.
0: Yeah. It was, you know, I mean, it was, it was like this famous story all across Hollywood oh, yeah. and in the world, this, the, everybody has seen this image now of Tom Cruise breaking his leg. I mean, it was so he,
2: disgusting.
0: He, he, remind us. He
2: jumps down. He's, he's doing a famous Tom Cruise run where Again, he's running. Again, we can't our, see. We can't see you, I'm Jeff. doing the run. He's <laughs> yeah. uh, he's running across <laughs> rooftops and he has to do a jump from building to, from roof to roof and he snaps his ankle on the wall. It bends.
0: J- it, it will, it will make the
3: uh,
2: faint of hearted queasy. Uh, it, to throw up.
3: And I know that when he, I think he had the presence of mind to continue to the know, shot. like we have to finish this shot because I'm out for a couple of months. And both of those and shots are did. still in the movie. He did. Yeah. He yeah.
0: got up and he finished the take. See, I'm,
3: I'm buying into you guys this episode because I, I, I maybe it's because yeah, of my Buster team. Keaton yeah, yeah. fandom. Because I, this is awesome. I would say, I, and I would to say, me, it's what makes it. What I, I think I said it once before. I think it's what makes Ethan Hunt my favorite Tom Cruise character. Sure. because he's completely. Irreplaceable.
2: Yeah, 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 you, yeah.
3: No one else can do what Tom. You couldn't just throw in another action star because they're not really action stars. They're yeah. they're actors who are getting stunt doubles and green screens. And it is very
0: funny and ironic, though, that that a man in his twenties and thirties chose to do movies like Born in the Fourth of July and uh, Stanley Kubrick, and then Magnolia. <laughs> In his 20s and 30s, and then in his 40s and 50s, does the most insane stunts any movie yeah. star has ever done.
2: Now, here's the funny thing. I would say this. I would never in a million years be able to do the Burj Khalif stunt. But I would, if someone said you had two choices between the Burj Khalif stunt or actually my favorite stunt, which is... But you were
3: lying to us before? Well,
2: I was, that's the one that I could never, ever do. At least I don't think I could. Like, no. I could never no. do that. But the one that I would do, strangely enough, I think I would. I don't know. I mean, is the MI. Force, is it the mi force spent yeah I, I the one know, where I, I he hangs off the side of the plane because that but,
0: but, i know
2: he's even higher i think no where is well, the yeah, logic my, jeff you know what it is it's that it's a giant like there's it's the idea that i would just have to sit outside <laughs> of a building i can't deal with that but if i'm strapped onto the side of a plane i'm sure huh? that my oh, adrenaline that's, you're
0: right yeah no no i got you that's way more secure you <laughs> idiot
2: <laughs> Remember? Do have you seen the uh, the behind the scenes of that one when they put the they have to put special contacts into his eyes?
0: Yeah, yes, Remember yes, this?
2: yes. Yeah, yes, like because a, like an atmosphere will puncture your cornea. Anything, <laughs> a anything, dust a, mite could yeah. rip through your skull. Like they, they, the, the risk he took of doing that shot, I guess he did it four times. Am I right now? I'm freaking out. Was it, am I four or five? He did that. I don't know. It's fuck. Why can't I, th- I'm embarrassed. It's M five. It's M five. It's the beginning. It's the opening shot of him. Yeah. Well, six,
0: six where he does the, um, oh, the
2: halo jump, the, the halo jump. jump.
0: He did that. What? Uh, a billion times? He did that. A, I,
2: I believe the number is 108. I don't have it That's in front insane! of me. But insane! But check this out, Joel. Even crazier. And Christopher McQuarrie, I listened to a whole podcast of him just talking about that stunt. The actual filming is only like three or four days because they had to... Like the Revenant, they only had a specific time each day where the light yeah. was exactly right. And Tom Cruise is not the only one that had to do crazy stunts for that halo jump. The cameraman cameraman. could never be more than like, let's say, three feet away from him. If they did, it would go out of focus. Also, the camera was on his head, so he had to look at Cruise's chest so the camera could be looking at his face. It's
0: nuts. Folks who haven't seen it, like, please do yourself a favor tonight. Go Google Halo Jump MI6. That footage of the cameraman working with Tom is it's 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 better than the actual thing of the film it's amazing it is amazing. and I'm sorry isn't it that they went out and did it like every morning
2: yeah they did they practiced over a hundred times doing the jump together
3: <laughs> yeah so uh, whatever your name oh, yeah. is the other guy Joel. Joel what
2: about you do you What's have a your
3: favorite stunt
0: I'm gonna go wild card here Ooh. it's a stunt we haven't even seen oh, my. oh what is happening oh. now for those of you who are not on Chris McQuarrie's Instagram he posted a picture this is what it says <laughs> quote Action, dot, 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 hashtag MI7, day one, unquote. If you haven't seen it, it's a picture of a ramp. It's not just any ramp. This is a ramp.
2: He's about to freak out. Football
0: field long, and it goes super high, and it's hanging off a fucking mountain. (laughs) And at the base of this ramp is a motorcycle. And on top of that motorcycle is Thomas Cruise. (laughs)
2: And Jeff, if you see such a ramp, what do you do? <laughs> I know what you do. You get on that motorcycle, you rev that baby up to hundred and fifty miles an 150. hour. Yeah. Yep. And you go. You just go. And you
0: just fly off that ramp, which is exactly what he did. And then when you fly off, what do you do?
2: You just you you die, you plummet to your death. No, not Tom Cruise. No. He
0: lets the motorcycle go, pulls a ripcord, and
2: parachutes to safety. Jeez.
0: I will be the First in line for MI7 just to see that.
2: Listen, we, we haven't even talked about holding his breath for five minutes is another stunt that's six, unbelievable. Six, six, six. Six, which I assume he also did all that swimming stuff too, you know, so holding his breath while doing the action sequence. A lot of
3: swimming. The mummy, he's got that crazy swimming scene oh, also. There's, right.
2: there's some cuts in there, but... I would say, though, of the risk he took of riding the motorcycle scenes, especially the one in MI5 where he's got his helmet off, that sequence... That's
0: got his. Be. Is is that the one where his knee like actually scrapes the
2: ground and you see it in yeah, the shot? Yeah, he does. Well, he does a few motorcycle sequences. Obviously, Mi. It's so funny. The sequences in four, five, and six are so much more ridiculous than Mi two. But Mi two, I don't believe for a second no, anything. No, it's garbage. not a moment. It's total garbage. Yeah, like it's the weirdest thing. I think it's this just is- a really cool thing. What what
3: stunts do in a movie where your brain? First of all, you're taken out of the movie, right? You're taken out of the story because okay. your brain goes. Tom Cruise is doing that. Right. You get nervous because Tom Cruise is doing that, but you know he definitely successfully did it, or else you would have read about it.
2: But that's if he ge- was dead, he would have. But that's the genius of all those movies. I mean, how many times have you watched Titanic and still hope that the, they don't hit the iceberg? You know, like I, I love no, that. That's no, that's, that's totally not even point. slightly what I was no, saying. Not saying. Joel, at all. can you help no, me with no, that? Because yeah, was no, he Jeff, listening? Jeff,
0: you're Jeff.
3: And this we're is back, what and happens
2: when I try to sound intelligent. It's you possible guys. the
3: headphones aren't working. <laughs> this is no, that's fake.
2: Hello, mom. In Titanic. This is is a podcast. I'm so sorry. Mom, I gotta go. (laughs) Mom, I gotta go. Jeff. So that's not the point you were making. No,
3: in Titanic, they didn't crash a ship into an iceberg
0: for real. (laughs) Oh, I see. So I'm not as nervous. Well, here's the thing. (laughs) You go see a movie, you you no matter what, you have to suspend some disbelief all the time. Whatever you go to see, whatever you know, whatever. But when you go to see a Tom Cruise movie, I'm not saying every single second of it, but when you see that stunt, you actually don't. Because in the back of your mind, you're like, oh, I saw that on, you know. Instagram or Access Hollywood or whatever. Like, I saw him do that. He actually did that 108
2: times. Unbelievable. Uh,
3: what's the other big one that we haven't and talked about? And by to? the way, that's why he should win an Oscar for playing Ethan Hunt.
2: Hey, man. Easy. I, you easy. Used to, I know. I think you're a little ridiculous, but you are warming our hearts on that one. So, oh, <laughs> oh, the stunt we haven't even talked about is the helicopter stunt in MI6, which, we'll wrap this up, legend goes that they nobody would ensure that sequence. They were like, Tom Cruise is going to fly a military helicopter and do 360s and stunts? Yeah, by the no. way,
0: Tom, do you b- when this movie starts, by the way, Tom, do you know how to fly a helicopter? <laughs> no. No, I don't. Do, do you have your license to fly a helicopter? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, we're not going to insure that. We're not going to insure
2: that. No, 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 don't worry. I'll get it done. Yeah. Story goes that they said hey it takes i think we've talked about this hey it's going to take six months to learn how to do this and he's like well how many hours a day oh eight hours a day and he's like all right well let's double that up and make it 16 hours a day or something like that so it took him half the time to learn how to fly this helicopter and he did it and the only country that said yeah we'll let him do that i believe was new zealand right (laughs) is that
4: right
3: i think so i think so yeah Yeah. i think the best way to wrap this up of course is with a a new zealand accent from
2: jeff the Oh, That's God. a hard one, Rachel. I, the, it's the hardest. They yeah. sound like Australians, but they're not. They're the But geez. it's
0: not. It's, and it is different. It's, I, it's,
2: it's. I'm from New Zealand. I'm from I'm aunt from New Zealand. For the citizens of New
0: Zealand, we're we're so sorry. All 12 we really hope you. you come
2: back. <laughs> um uh we are working
0: with Jeff. Uh we got we got a team of doctors. I like to be in time. New Zealand. So we're so sorry for him. We are so sorry. We apologize. All about New Zealand. No, 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 that's Australia. That's I Australia. like of are... Lord of the Rings. No. Shot here. Now you're in Scottish. Now, now you're doing Scottish. Lord of the Rings was shot. Jeff is troubled.
2: I like Gandalf. And now commercials. All right, here we are, ladies and gentlemen. We are here with actor, director, producer, legendary handsome man. The only thing more handsome than his face is his silky smooth voice. And here with us is David Allen Bache.
1: If you introduce me like that everywhere I go, I will come back.
2: David, uh, we're here to not talk about you. We're here to talk about Tom Cruise. Let that be known. Okay. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I need a 30-second origin story. Uh, I need to know where you're from, where you grew up, what your blood type is, and tell me about your life leading up uh, BTC. That's before Tom Cruise.
1: My life before meeting Tom Cruise was utterly meaningless. I, <laughs> there was nothing... Of any importance because the moment I met Tom Cruise, it, I realized what a true movie star was and what real magnetism was, and that all of my striving <laughs> was absolutely in vain. I was living in New York and working in Los Angeles, and none of it meant anything. And then I met tom cruise
2: all right so then jump right to it man jump right to it you you're doing very well in your career at the time you always have been i admire you as an actor you get to did you audition for the movie did you what happened how'd you first meet him
1: i i did audition i uh got a call to audition for a film and it was a short film and they asked if my wife wanted to audition with me and it was a casting director who I had known for, I don't know, a couple of years. And I said, yes, because she was nice and uh, interesting short film. And it went absolutely nowhere. Nothing happened. And two years later, that same casting director uh, asked my agent, hey, would can, uh, would a David audition for a film? He he did such a great job in this audition for this short film. And I really remember him from that. And uh, I'd really like him to audition for this movie that I'm, I'm helping to cast some of the roles. And... Um, you know, it's a big studio film. I can't tell you what it is or who it is or who's directing. Uh, we don't have a script. We're going to use the script from Road to Perdition. Whoa. And we're going to send you a scene from Road to Perdition. But all I can tell you is he, he plays, the he would play like the wealthy, really rich um, stepfather. And so we just want him to look as good as he possibly can, as wealthy as a struggling actor can possibly look. And, um, you know, would he do that? So, you know, A. so But,
2: but you don't know that it's Tom Cruise.
1: No. Well, I, I know it's a big studio film, but I don't know what it is or who's directing it or who's in it. Wow. That's it. I don't know anything.
3: Were they all dressed in black robes <laughs> when you went into the audition? <laughs> They're just like, you could see
1: them through a sheet. You know, the idea was they, they just picked anything they could. Right. And so I I borrowed a suit from my father-in-law. I said he was a, a like the CEO of an advertising agency. And I was like, I need that pinstripe suit you wear and that gold tie. And I like wore shiniest flashiest fake canal street watch i had and i went in and read the scene from road to perdition amazing and i and then i heard tell david he's got a call back he's got to come back again and um and this time you know we we are going to tell you it is a film with steven spielberg and that's all we can tell you and uh, just to put additional pressure on me why not right like just if if an actor's head wasn't exploding already like okay sure and uh, they said, make sure he wears the suit and the watch because, <laughs> yes, yes, you know, that's what they res- that's what they responded to. <laughs> so basically, my borrowed suit and my this is like the story of my life. My borrowed suit and fake watch got me the
2: job. Unbelievable. Meanwhile, you had to be like, hey, uh, hey, Mike, um, I just need. To, is it okay if I borrow that suit one more time? Keep it an extra week. Do you <laughs> I mind? Said, yeah. I did. I did
1: unbelievable so you go to the callback and uh, and then I go to the callback I do the same thing um and I uh, great great who was at the callback uh just the just the casting people it was all tape was being sent to LA even back then and um you know Spielberg wasn't there I didn't expect him to be and um then I got the call like hey you got the you got the job and it's it's a movie called War of the Worlds it's a remake of War of the Worlds starring Tom Cruise and I was like Oh
2: boy. So, so you book the job I and the job. still do not, not until you book it. Did you know it was this remake of this legendary story yep. starring the biggest star in the world?
1: That's correct. I had no idea what I was wow. getting into. Yeah, it was great. Jeez. And, uh, so talk about feeling like you won the lottery. I mean, it was unbelievable. And, um, yeah, and that was it. And then they said, you know, we start shooting in, uh, you know, two and a half weeks and, uh, here's where you show up and, uh, that's it. And, you know, the rest is, uh. You know. Do
0: you know that you're seeing? Do you know that you have screen time with Tom Cruise at this point?
1: No, absolutely not. All they told me then was Tom Cruise and his wife are getting divorced, and there's trouble in the marriage. And you're the new boyfriend or stepfather, and uh, Dakota Fanning is your your now stepdaughter. Oh. And uh, yeah, so I mean, and, and
2: I can't remember. Is Dakota Fanning? Is she one of the biggest? She's got to be one of the biggest stars at that point too, right? She was
1: a huge star, so I was incredibly intimidated. Um, and then to make it better uh, miranda they told me miranda otto was cast as my wife
2: right beautiful amazing talented actress
1: amazing and uh justin chatwin who was starting to get some heat uh young kid was cast cast as the teenage son and so it was like holy crap like this is amazing um and then they sent me the scenes at a certain point they sent me like you know password protected scenes and i i realized that it was with tom cruise and pretty much me antagonizing Tom Cruise the whole time, which was awesome. So uh, it, oh, it it was great. Man. It God. was great.
2: All right. So day one, you're on set. Is that the first time you meet him? Yes.
1: First first day on set. Uh, I walk in and uh, as Steven Spielberg is there. We're shooting near the Bayonne Bridge that they later blew up with special effects. Uh, fun
2: fact. Wait, and, is um, this your first time meeting Steven Spielberg too? Yes. Yes. Oh, never God. met
1: Spielberg before. And um
2: so you're on set. There's I, no rehearsal. No. You're there. No. Oh, my God. I had
1: a fitting, and they put me in a, a really nice suit, and that's it. And they <laughs> say, uh, this is going to be your you know fancy, shiny new car, and uh, you know you, the, we're shooting over by the Bayonne Bridge. We'll take you over there. You'll meet Steven, and you'll rehearse a little, and we'll shoot. I was like, okey-doke. And um, now at
0: some point, did you, did you have cardiac arrest at some point? Did you, did you need?
1: Yeah. Like, how were your nerves? Like, how were you doing? I, I was only in cardiac arrest most of the time. <laughs> the rest of the time I was in complete and utter panic. And so it was, I mean, it was, you know, it, listen, it was, it was exciting. I was excited about it. Um And I, I was, and I think am still very good at pretending not to be scared shitless. So um, sure, I, sure. I put on a smile. I stepped out of that, you know, cargo van and said, uh, okay, show me the Spielberg, you know? And, uh, and he came over and gave me a big hug <laughs> and I was like, what's happening now? Uh, this Spielberg's hugging me. And he said, David, we're oh so lucky to have you. We're so glad you're here today. Thank you. You're going to be so great in this role. I, I can't tell you how excited I am. God. And I was like, great. Just kill me now. That's perfect. I could be done now.
4: <laughs> Cause um, this is it. Yeah. This I is can
1: it. I can retire now. this Spielberg said, you know, we're so lucky to have you. Um,
2: even if he's full of crap. I was like, you Dave, know. you you get cast in a Steven Spielberg film. Yeah. That's yeah. a massive big budget film, yeah. starring yeah. the biggest star in the world, Tom Cruise. Yeah. And you're playing his replacement. <laughs> you're playing the better version of him <laughs> to Miranda Otto. Like it's that's true. Honestly, and, and I knocked her up,
1: and in my character, you know, yeah. in the thing. Mar- oh yeah, that's right, she's pregnant. She's pregnant, and he's just glaring at me the whole time. It was great. It, the story gets better. Go, uh, let go. me Let me just tell you. So do it.
3: And how could this story get any better? He's cast in a Steven Spielberg movie, starring Tom Cruise. Well, it gets better. Just when he's pretty sure he's about to die. Stay tuned. <laughs> And we're back. Spielberg, Cruz, Beige. Here we go. The story gets better. Go, uh,
1: go. Let, me, let me tell you. do it. So we have a great time. Uh, our friend introduces himself by saying, hey, you're David. And I said, yes, I am. And he said, nice to meet you. And I said, thanks. Notice he did not mention his name because Tom Cruise doesn't need to tell you who he is. So he didn't. <laughs> um, not in an arrogant way, just in a very casual, like, I'm not going to bother because you already know who I am. And I. Fantastic. So, good start. Uh, sure. he, he clapped me on the back and said, this is going to be fun. I said, great. So, the first thing we shoot is um, a scene where uh, he's late to meet uh, his ex-wife and myself, and he hops in his uh, vintage Mustang at the docks and comes screaming around to his house, and he's supposed to pull up into the driveway, and I'm there with my fancy car, and he says, didn't we say 8.30? And I say, no, 8 o'clock, right? You're late. So, that's how the scene goes. Well... As you probably already know, Tom is an incredible driver and likes to drive sports cars very, very fast. And he says, I'll do it. I'll, I'll drive the car myself. And Yeah, he will. Yeah. And uh, Janusz Kaminski is the the cinematographer, and he's got a big one of Stephen's big cigars stuck in his face. And he's like, you know, it's good. He will drive cars very fast. Everybody stay still. Uh, oh, boy. So Tom Cruise comes screaming around the corner. And we're just rehearsing at once. And he stops, you know, maybe 10, 10 or 12 feet from me, like really expertly, not too fast, but stops the car. And, and Janu says, it's good, it's good, it's good. We need the car a little bit closer, but excellent. Everybody is good. And Steven says, how do you feel? Everything okay? I said, yes, yeah, sure, of course. Everything's good. We reset. He yells action. And Tom Cruise, all of a sudden, is going yeah. 85 down the street. No. In the rehearsal, he's going 25. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm starting to you know, get a little nervous. And he comes around the corner to the driveway and he's not slowing down. I hear the brakes start to squeal. I see a little bit of smoke from the back tires. I'm supposed to be cool and calm and superior. And I'm standing there waiting for Tom Cruise to hit me with the car. And I'm thinking, <laughs> this is how my career ends. That's I'm going to be murdered by yeah. Tom Cruise. This is the headline. He stopped that car three inches from me <laughs> and he gets out of the car with that shit-eating grin of his and he's looking at me and he's smiling away because he knows we're gonna cut because we go to the other side for something else and he's just smiling at me looking at me and i'm just smiling back i'm like i'm not gonna show him i'm not and and steven spielberg yells cut and tom looks at me and goes good right yeah you okay
4: oh <laughs>
1: and he says do you need a little he knew
4: it
2: he just knew it
1: and he says do you need a little water can we get you anything you all right and he's cracking up i mean he had such a good time doing it and i i just smiled at him and i said wow you're you're really good and i said i i i may have beat a little bit we may need wardrobe here can i get wardrobe like that
4: so he he liked that
1: he liked that i was a good sport about it Um, And so that was really the first interaction (laughs) I had with Tom Cruise was him almost killing me with the car.
0: He had rehearsed that once at half speed?
1: Correct. Quarter speed. Quarter speed. (laughs) Quarter speed. (laughs) Quarter speed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 25 to 85. Yeah. And and he nailed it. And then he nailed it a couple more times after that, which was amazing. Um, And we went inside and... uh, There was a tracking shot where uh, Janusz Kaminski was going to pan the dolly all the way across this big engine block that's sitting in the kitchen and I'm supposed to be standing there with my arms crossed and Tom is standing there with his arms crossed and Miranda standing there looking nervous. Dakota Fanning is on the the stairs and, um, you know, it's the handoff of the stepchild and it's always awkward, you know, and – Uh, This big dolly move was a little difficult because I had to move in one direction and speak. Tom had to move in another direction and speak and the camera had to move. And that might sound simple, but it's actually not. And, and I fucked it up twice and it was me. It wasn't anybody else. And on the third time that I screwed it up, Tom said, come on, man, come on. We just get there. You got to just get there. We're, we're late. You got to just get there. We got to get this shot. And I said, you're absolutely right. I'm sorry. I got it. Here we go. He said, you need to walk it through again. I said, no, I'm okay. And we did it again. And I paid a little closer attention, hit my mark exactly at exactly the right time. We got the shot, Tom just nodded and I was mortified. I was like, oh my God, he hates me, you know? And and then we we moved on, it was okay. And then, you know, we got into the rest of the scene. So two or three setups later, Tom comes over to me and he puts his arm around me, he says, come here. And I I said, oh, I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. And he says, "Uh, I'm sorry. I said, what? And he said, "Ah, I snapped at you a little bit. He said, that was tough. That was tough. There were a lot of moving parts. Sorry. I snapped at you a little bit. We're a little behind and I'm, you know, I want to keep us moving. So my bad. And I said, oh, that, that's fine. You know, like, I want to say like, it's okay, Mr. Cruz. Like, you don't have to apologize. Like, what, you know, but that's, he's a classy guy. Like that was a, that was a class act. Like
2: he doesn't have to apologize. Right. But he did. He said, I just yeah. want to you know, tell you know, kind of Nobody own up with it Nobody
0: apologizes. And they don't,
2: no. they don't usually. And that, that is the kind of power too that, that, that God, that does, I love that moment because it does boil down to, that's also a man to man conversation. It's not just a star, co-star kind of conversation. Right. It's, Hey man, right. I messed up. I shouldn't have yelled at you like that. And, right. And, uh, as a human being, I'm sorry. That's, that's, that's nice. I it like was, that.
1: it was really pretty great. And, uh, and honestly, I remember him as much for that as for almost killing me with the car. So. You know, it was a good, it was a, it was a good thing, oh, and uh, and it was a great experience. You know, they would he, Stephen and Tom would fly in a helicopter to uh, from New Jersey to New York for lunch most days, and just as I started thinking judgmentally about that, um, it was in November, and an eighteen wheeler pulled up, and they started unloading turkeys, and Tom and and Stephen had bought like two hundred and fifty turkeys for the whole crew, for everybody on the crew, because it was Thanksgiving.
2: L- live turkeys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have
1: to?
3: And a lot of axes. They gave everybody an axe.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, just a-, a teamster yeah. hands
3: a turkey to snub snipe yeah. his yeah. neck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you Good just got to ring luck. it.
2: You just ring its yeah. neck. It'll
1: be fine. He's a, he's a turkey sw- and a sharp pencil. Good luck. Um, <laughs> no, it was, uh, they were butterballs. You know, they were like 20-pound butterball turkeys. I mean, it was amazing. And he just, they wished everybody a happy Thanksgiving and, you know, it was, Tom was very generous and he, he had his coffee guy. He had a guy that with like a $20,000 coffee machine from Italy, like one of those brass things with the, and he was there at 4am yes. uh, till, till, you know, 2am just making coffee for the whole crew, whatever anybody wanted every day of the shoot. Um, and that was wherever they went and Tom flew him around with him and it was for everybody. And that was something that Tom did for the whole crew and. You know, I was I was impressed. I, I thought he was a classy guy, and we shot one scene where we had a lot of first responders, and this was not long after nine eleven, I think, and uh, if I'm getting that right. And he made sure to to go up to every uh, fireman and firewoman, and and EMS, and all the safety people that were there, and shook their hands without anybody asking him, to, you know, for an autograph. He came over first and um, said, "Thank you for your service. Thank you for all you do." And you know, we're everyone's pulling for New York, and I just—he was just struck me as a really classy guy. I I, I really, I I really will That's never amazing. forget it. I also was struck by the fact that Tom uh, had people pulling at him in different directions every day, but still seemed to have a smile on his face and really enjoyed what he was right. doing. And and Steven Spielberg was the same, and Janusz Kamiński was the same, and um, Dakota Fanning too. You know, it was, uh, and maybe it was because it, it was there was one hundred and fifty million dollars. You know. Right. So everybody, or maybe it was, everybody was getting really well paid and everybody was eating really well. And it was, I like to think too, that it was an interesting remake and and people were having fun. But, um, no, the whole experience was, was fantastic.
2: All right. So for you, I grew up loving Tom Cruise. I was a kid of the, you know, I went from 10 to 20 in the nineties and he was the king of the nineties and I had his posters on my wall. Who who was that for you? Who was your inspiration that helped you become an actor? That you kind of wanted to model your life after? Whatever it was, you know.
1: I had the two strangest sort of idols that you could put together, and and God forbid you ever really did put them together. But one was Tom Selleck, and the other was George Carlin. Oh, so talk talk about different ends of the spectrum. I you know I grew up on the comedy of, of George Carlin and, and and Richard Pryor and. I just wanted to make people laugh the way Carlin did, and he was so smart, and that that was what made me want to make people laugh and be in, and really and be in sitcoms. And then um, I loved watching Tom Selleck and Magnum P.I. and you know, back in his the early days of his career and I was like, This is what confidence is, which of course I, I thought I knew what confidence was, and then I met Tom Cruise.
3: <laughs> <laughs> And here we are at the end of another episode of Meeting Oh my Tom God, why Cruise. do you sound like What's you're
2: th- an NPR episode?
0: that's what I always wanted to do. This show has no substance. Why do you sound intellectual?
2: Yeah, dude. And what do you mean that's all you wanted to do? This is the opposite of NPR. And you, <laughs> thus my failure. Keep going. God. We do have a question from the internet. This is from Instagram,
3: from Lola Tanusi. Yeah, Rolo Tomasi. Go on. Okay. <laughs> the question is, <laughs> please pay attention, what was the first movie you saw with Tom Cruise on it? Uh, what? (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh... Tom Cruise on it? Her heart is in the right place. What was the first movie you saw with Tom Cruise on it?
0: I'm going to answer that question with another question. Sure. Because I don't like that question. Uh, (laughs) It's our podcast.
3: So we're not going to answer her
2: question. It's fine. Move on. Shh.
0: Alec. What movie star has not acted with Tom Cruise but should?
2: That's a great question. Mariel Hemingway. Mariel Hemingway. Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton? Is that what you said? Boy, that one's never gonna happen. I, I you know what? Here's a real Here answer. Go. Here we go. I would love to see him and forgot his name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that would be a blockbuster. You're right. That would that would that would sell a lot. Of- no,
2: I really did have his name. It was Ryan Gosling. Good I would one. love to see him and Ryan Gosling. But like charismatic gosling. Crazy, sexy love or stupid love. That gosling. You know, not the, He's the other Gosling, the boring one, the one that's like introverted and weird <laughs> that murders people in elevators. I don't like that guy.
0: drive? Okay. Yeah. Can I tell you something about that's scene- <laughs> <laughs> That's my problem with that movie. We drive that the whole scene- ending. When, when Carrie Mulligan sees him. I mean, he
2: he kisses. He, doesn't he kiss? It, he
0: didn't just murder him.
2: No, no, he, he did not. He he murdered him. He triple homicide one man.
0: And then he murdered him again.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what? Meeting Time Cruise is hosted by Jeff Meacham and Joel Johnstone. And then he went out and had a sandwich. It's produced by me, Alec Lev. And a beer. And he came back and he murdered him some more. washed up.
3: Our executive producers are Doug Matica and Dan Patrick.
0: He ground his head into a
3: bloody pulp.
0: And she ended up taking him back. Did she take him back? Our engineer
3: and mixer is Alex Reeves for Point of Blue Studios.
0: On what planet does that? Like, Buffalo Bill did less with his victims' bodies. (laughs) Like, it was unbelievable.
3: Editing by Alec Lev, with additional editing by Alex Reeves. Yeah, but that guy was coming to kill them. You know, to be fair, right? Music is by H. Scott Salinas and Matthew Atticus Berger.
0: So after he stomped
3: his head five
0: times, I'd say the job was done. He does crush, but he his stomped head.
3: it about five hundred. Our artwork is by Rebecca Montoya. I'll
2: tell you what—I feel bad for the maintenance worker that has to Man, clean that up. You know what I mean? That's a big job.
3: We are executive produced by Paul Anderson and Nick Panella for Workhouse Media. I make that joke. There's big. There's actual cleanup crews who do that. We are a production of Meeting So and So
2: in association with Workhouse Media. I listen to this podcast called Criminal and the interview of people that it's their job. They clean up murder sites, man. Can you imagine the
3: chemicals they put? <laughs> Find us online at Meeting Cruise on Twitter and Instagram. Check out our website and show notes at MeetingTomCruise.com and you can email us at contact at Meeting Tom Cruise. I'll be there between 5 and 8. Hey, uh, Frank, yeah, yeah. we got another... If you're another- <laughs> listening on Apple Podcasts, <laughs> got- please review us and throw in a 5-star rating. It really helps the show.
2: Oh, what is it? Oh, it's a suicide? To the head of the chest. Ah, oh, Another
3: ground beef head and an elevator. You got,
2: you got to get. I'm so idiot. close, and I'm watching <laughs> these
0: two idiots meeting Tom Cruise was created by Jeff Meacham and Alec Lev. Meeting Tom Cruise is a production of the Dan Patrick Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast will self-destruct in five seconds.
4: Is there any other kind?